Friday. Why do I feel like I didn't earn this Friday? Because it's party time. It is that, party time. It's kind of like a, a half day. Oh, it's definitely at, half day. At school. So you you yeah. just, you automatically going in. The teachers go in. They're like, man. Yeah, they're all chill. We... They're totally relaxed. Yeah. Yeah. They even look like maybe they're a little hungover because they knew they could drink the night before. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Kind of that way. But obviously, I didn't drink Thursday night, but because I fly. I'm flying in the morning. Ooh. I never I never fly hungover. You. There, there, there are certain things you just don't do when you're yeah, a pilot. That's probably yeah. a good one to, <laughs> to heed. Yeah. Forgetting to turn on your turn signal is one thing. Forgetting to put the flaps down is a completely other. Damn. Yeah. You're so right. No, so you feel like your Friday was earned? No, or... I don't. Okay. I, it, because the week was so easy. Like Monday flew right by, which is never the case. Tuesday was cool. Wednesday I got my second shot, so I was, I was out of town, so I only worked like a half a day. Thursday was mainly party planning, and yeah. then here we are Friday partying it up yeah we do that a lot yeah um, it feels, it yeah, feels like so. a spring break almost like the <laughs> you know you were mentioning the precursor right like mm-hmm. the people just let their guard down yeah yeah, yeah the substitute teachers coming in imagine yeah. that feeling like 24 7 just letting your guard down and like knowing the day is going to be a party that's what i visualize my retirement as being right that's what but everybody why, why wait till it. then you know what i would say comparatively speaking that is kind of the description of my life. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't it wasn't by accident. When, yeah. when people look at like, because <laughs> do you remember last week when I was bitching? And I've got to drive down. Yes. Because I'm, I'm going to be late. And I know and I wasn't. So that that's the other funny thing and a lesson to be learned. My appointment canceled and I wasn't in commuter traffic heading yeah. down to San Luis Obispo. the stuff that hasn't right? even started? Oh, I fell victim to my own shit. Yeah. And then I'm but like, it's good uh, to have reminders. Like, at least you were thoughtful about it afterwards. Right, right. Going, well, that was a waste. It was a total waste of worry. There, There isn't a applicable uh, function to worry anyway. Yes. Right. And I yeah. feel like that's why we're here with the Red Kite Movement. It's not to tell you anything you don't know See, already. that's it. It's... It's reminders, it's yep. anecdotes, it's lessons yep. learned. It's a community of, oh, I know that person. Oh, I do that yep. too. Oh, that was a great reminder. I'm not unusual, right? Yes. We're just the same. And you know, you're right. That's a great, a great overall depiction of who we are and what we do. It's just this this constant reminder of we're human. We're trying to help you out. We're trying to elevate ourselves, be a part of it. But yeah, no, I I <laughs> was complaining about uh, I've got to drive to Santa Barbara. <laughs> yep. That's just the stupidest, bougiest thing. <laughs> and then we wound up not going. At all. At all. We stayed We stayed in slow. We went to Pazzo Robles and went wine tasting with friends I had no idea were coming. And go. made a, a great experience out of it. That was never part of the plan. Awesome. Never part of the plan. Awesome. We were in slow and someone says, oh, I like to wine taste. I'm like, well, I'm a member out in uh, Tooth and Nail. It's maybe 40 minutes. Top down, blasting the No Doubt on the way there because uh-huh. the, the girl liked No Doubt. So I'm like, all right, let's listen to No Doubt. Had a great time at Tooth and Nail. I'm going to give you a brief story because this is perfect perfect kite thing to okay. do. We roll up there and as predicted, they were booked, right? And it said, sorry, a sign as you come in, sorry. We are fully booked for the day. I oh, know. What did you do? What did Hockley Tubby do? <laughs> we have a reservation. No. Or I'm a club member or what? Okay. So I am a club member, yeah. but that didn't that didn't carry any weight okay. that day because all the, all the tables were taken. 
So there's there's an entrance in the front where everybody comes in, and that's where you would just walk up the stairs and be turned away, right? Mm-hmm. What did I do? Was there a back door? There sure was a back door. <laughs> and there was a wedding going on. So we walk up the back stairs, and the two guests, the two friends that came to visit were all anxious because they don't, they're not, they don't know me. Yeah, right. This is the first I've met them. I'm like, oh, no, no this is what we're going to do. First of all, I parked in a place that wasn't a parking spot because there wasn't any parking. I'm like, nobody's going to fuck with my car. So parked right where I shouldn't have, but it was convenient to the staircase, walked up the back staircase, walked through the wedding party, walked through the dance floor, walked out through the other side, and we're in the winery. There was a bodyguard standing at the winery door, which was closed. Uh, I nodded at him, and I walked right in, and I opened up the door. Meanwhile, the dorks behind me were like, what the hell is he doing? Uh-uh. We walk in. I recognize one of the people that had served me in the past, and I said, they said, do you have a reservation? I said, no, but I'm a member. We're all good. And, and she's like, oh, I don't know what to do with this. So she goes and gets the manager, and the manager's like, oh, yeah, get him a table. No way. So we had we had the choice of a couple of tables and we had this beautiful couch that we sat on with a view of the, the vineyard and of people. <laughs> we were getting served and I just was so used to this as being my behavior and the person that I was with was used to that behavior. But the two others were like, did that just happen? Right, right. And they're like, how come you're so fucking calm about this? And the guy's like, I have the smallest nuts. I could have never done that. <laughs> and I thought that that was a huge compliment. <laughs> yeah. But it's true. <laughs> Like he would have never attempted it. He said, I would have just stopped at the sign and turned around and said, all right, we're not getting in. And I'm like, oh, that just means we're getting in to me. I read the sign differently because I don't speak that language. Mm-hmm. And I promised you that we'd go to Tooth and Nail today. And I wasn't going to give up on it. I wasn't going to say, oh, sorry, I couldn't do it. No, we're going to do it. It's an awesome story going into the weekend. Yes. That is a beautiful story. Yeah. But I'm probably out there right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, no, I'm in Monterey this weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Friday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it is with the gift of the day. Love it. It's in All the right. same spirit of things, actually. Grounding, connecting, and bonding. Yes. Isn't it funny how good friends cannot see each other for decades and pick up where they left off and their recollection, while opaque, are eerily similar? Yeah. Not bonding at a cellular level? We fix that. So this is a shout out to my buddy, Seth. And you know that I don't mention names, Mm -hmm. but I just said his name and I'll even go as far as to say Seth K. Yeah. (laughs) Seth K. Seth K and I go way back. And I think I referenced him in a previous podcast. He was part of the wave of kids that were in this grammar school that I went to when I first moved to California from New Jersey, that we were all transplants. So nobody was from that neighborhood because there wasn't a neighborhood. They were all brand new homes and the school was literally brand new. We were we attended the first year that it was built. So I was from Jersey. There was you know, all these kids from all around, literally the globe, uh, Canada, India, you know, you name it. And Seth and I had the unfortunate burden of having thick East Coast accents. So we immediately bonded. And we became thick as thieves because (laughs) the whole fucking douchey California kids were just (laughs) fucking with us nonstop about how we spoke. And in fact, when 
someone says, oh, I could barely detect you're from Jersey. You don't have an accent. I'm like, yeah, it was beaten out of me. Yeah, really? Because I just got so much shit for it. And he was from uh, New York and, in fact, has moved back to the neighborhood that my great aunt and uncle were from, literally just a couple of blocks. My, my family's from Queens, Jackson Heights, Queens, and he's very close to Jackson Heights. And so we, as a lot of people do, disappeared we went our separate ways after high school i went to college a couple of colleges and wound up teaching and he was a navy guy and traveled the world mostly the orient and lost contact right neither of us were huge on the whole high school reunion thing i think i went to one maybe two i can't remember that's sad that i can't remember i think i went to two but then i just got lost interest mm-hmm. right oh it's the same people they're, the same they're just older they too. have some kids yeah. So-and-so got a boob job, you know, whatever. Lots of divorces. It's a forced interaction. It is. And I don't have anything in common with you guys anymore, right? Other than the reminiscing. Well, Seth and I still had that bond. We had a lot of common bond. And we have a very similar perspective on life, right? So as is the case with most people, social media. We started promoting Red Kite Movement and Gift of the Day on social media. And, of course, using my name. It immediately attracted all my connections that is connected to so-and-so. You're connected to so-and-so. And literally within the first five days, there I had like 100 requests because they were all high school people. And this is truth be told. And I think I told you this behind closed doors. That was exactly what I was trying to avoid. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't want that. Right. But with Seth, it was a different ballgame. Right. So we recount these stories. And there's always... When you're recounting a story that's that old, like 20 years old, there's usually a loss of fact and you've painted it with a broad brush and you filled in the blanks. With Seth, it's really strange. (laughs) We will recount a situation like the story I told you about the STD cycle with the Uh Chromali. What's Chromali? I had him listen to that and he was like, oh my God. And he remembers it exactly (gasps) the same way no kidding he was one of the kids that bought one of the fucking chromoly bikes right yeah so as we're going into deeper discussion and he'll call me like i know when he's been drinking because it's 10 o'clock my time (laughs) and i'm editing podcasts yeah and and i'll see the message come up or the phone will ring i'm like "Uh uh-oh yes (laughs) that's been drinking yes and that's when we had the best conversations Mm -hmm. you know we're both chill it's after the kids have gone to bed it's night it's relaxed and he'll be walking the dog, you know, and I can hear the traffic in Queens and it brings me home. And we'll have these discussions and I'm waiting for the inaccuracy or the part that I disagree with. Like, I remember it differently. And it never comes. That motherfucker nails it like every time. And then when I retell a story, he's like, yeah, I remember it exactly the same way. That's that's unusual. It's- and, and it's really a, a blessing and a gift to have someone in your life that has that that ability to recall it crystal clear that's pretty amazing yeah and 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 what's interesting is we're also not to gush but we're also symbiotic in the sense that like i'll remember the name of the substitute teacher we're talking about or i'll remember this but then he'll remember something else Mm -hmm. like oh that was the day so and so dot dot i'm like oh that's right holy shit and then collectively we have taken that. It's like puzzle pieces yep. together. You've We've now have this canvas. Together. Yeah, uh-huh. we've stitched it together. We have this canvas of the actual enact- reenactment of how everything flowed at that point. 
from start to finish. And yeah, it's like, you can wow. feel it. You yeah, can feel it's it. Like... Yeah. And then, of course, you know, I've got the friends who, oh, I don't remember that. Yeah. Or, oh, you played baseball? I'm like, dude. How do you not four remember years. Like, that? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> did, you, did I play baseball? Oh, God. Yeah. And, and though, I have to say, zero tolerance for that. Mm-hmm. So I quickly end the conversation or I, I move on to mm-hmm. something other than yeah. yeah 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 friends like seth k those are keepers and you just yep. know it no yep. 20 years and no time has passed right and no weird like a lot of people maybe have a falling out like seth and i never had a falling out we just went separate ways which happens and so there's this like you know awkward reacclimation. it's literally like you 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 drop the baton on the ground and then you found it 20 years later you pick it back up and run with it mm-hmm. again there's there was just no special weirdness. people like that. Yeah, in I, I agree. Life. I agree. Yeah. I can name a few. And they're, they're people that you don't reach out to often, but you think about all the time. And then when you do make the connection, yeah, it's just like no time has passed. It is bizarre. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it's almost like, you know, especially when we talk, because I hear his voice and I'm like, I'm right back mm-hmm. in 19... 19- 85 or whatever, you know, 1989 was the last I saw him. It, literally, last I saw him. I haven't wow. seen him since 1989. because no. I, I, We graduated and we went separate ways. So, to, Did you guys to, make any plans to meet up one no, day? No. Not that far. Okay. No, no. I, I don't find myself in New York very often, mm-hmm. and I doubt he's going to have any reason to come out here, but okay. it would be fun. It'd be fun to have like a, like a family get-together or something and of course, I would have no problem meeting in the East Coast, like someplace like New Hampshire or something, because I New almost Hampshire. bought a house there. That's right. what I call it, and everybody gives me shit. New New Hampshire. New Hampshire. So yeah, and, and these experiences are few and far between, and so they're very, very valuable to me. Mm-hmm. You know, most people have that esoteric relationship, or they weren't really that bonded to begin with. Mm-hmm. You know, and. and or the ones that like, yeah, no, I don't remember that. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah, I don't yeah, remember yeah, yeah. him. No, I don't remember th- that teacher. And- I've got to say, though, uh, I have a friend who is my best friend. And we've known each other since fifth grade and haven't been apart ever. He doesn't remember nearly as much as I do. And what he does remember is wrong. Really? It's been repainted or <laughs> it's... I'm like, no, dude, that's not how that happened. And then I will say it, and he's like, no. Or sometimes we go, oh, shit, you're right. That's not how that happened. And I'm like, huh, it's weird. And he always says he's got, you know, he's always said he's got a bad memory. So I chalk it up to that, but I'm like, I can't help but, uh, it. It feels weird. Let's just put it that mm-hmm, way. Mm-hmm. Because I equate those deep memories to attachment of emotion. I think that's what you just nailed. Like it's not yeah. as deep. Right. See, that's it's it. It's not a deep, yeah. deep rooted. Like, Hey man, remember the time connection. we went out to, you know, lost Trumpus park and you know, those, those people were having sex on the side of the hill in the blanket <laughs> and they thought that they were, you know, being covert, but then the full moon came and we saw them. He's like, no, I don't remember that at all. I'm like, what? That was epic. We used to talk about it all the time. How do you not remember something remember like that? that? Yeah. I'll even remember this story of you yeah. telling. <laughs> well, and, and then I go into further detail to try to jar his memory. I'm like, the girl had super short hair. It was the 90s. And and so we thought it was two dudes. And we were all like all fucked up and weird about it because we were homophobic at the time. And of course, we didn't say or do anything. Yeah. 
but then we found we saw it was a girl and we were like oh okay you know <laughs> and he's like no Crickets. i don't remember that at all hey remember the remember the time we we went to the bar and da 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 and nope nope remember when you we met those those really hot girls and you told them that you were a rugby player for Stanford and the one girl was actually dating a rugby player from Stanford and <gasps> called you out. Nope. Don't remember that at all. I'm like, what the fuck? You know, how do you not remember that? That is weird. I'm telling you. Hmm. I'm telling you. Yeah. So the, but Seth is like, boom, 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 boom. Remembers everything that I remember and I guess has the same emotional attachment to it. And nobody's life is wine and roses, Right. We we all went through some significant stuff from the fact that we both were kind of refugees in the sense of coming from the East Coast and getting our asses handed to us the minute yeah, we so landed here. So I'm thinking here. that's what the difference is. Yeah. Like your state, your guys's bond was more a little more traumatic. Sure, sure. And so it sunk in to the brain more. Yeah. We had way more of a connection on a, on a cellular level because we were in survival mode, mm-hmm. quite honestly. And I, I don't want to make it. Overblown, oh, these white guys and they're in uh, suburbia, San Ramon, California, and they're they're barely getting by. It's, but it's there. We all have our own perceptions of mm-hmm. things, and not wanting to go to school every day because we knew that once we got to school, we'd be getting shit for wearing New Jersey Jets gear. Notice I call them Jersey Jets because they play in New Jersey, but New York Jets gear or. Um, instead of 49ers or Raiders and, right. and then, then of course, as soon as we open our mouth, we get mocked. Uh, yeah. You want a quarter for a <laughs> cup of coffee? Yeah. That's the kind of shit that I would get. And he would get it too. And we're like, mm-hmm. fuck off. Look at your stupid accent, Chicago, or, or look at your twang over there, Texas. What the fuck? Or what's it a boot? What's it a boot? Canada, you know, fuck off. But everybody was scraping and clawing for survival. Yep. And calling each other out to just to deflect the attention to themselves. That's what you do. And we at just that had age. to adapt. Yeah. And then there was some kids. We recall some of the more traumatic moments where, you know, we had a couple of uh, kids that lost their dads to suicide. It's kind of, yeah. Wow. It was weird to have three in a very short period of time. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it was the the pressure of living in that environment or what. But it had something to do with it. Boy. Probably. That was rough. And then watching the kids in the aftermath of that, the children of that, those dads, you know, some of them turned to drugs and they just went downhill. Yeah, and so we, we still, we commiserate about that. We, we reflect about it. And these are conversations that we couldn't have had when we were younger, but we process them the same way. It's very, very interesting to say the least. So to be able to drop things and then pick them right back up where you left off more than 20 years later mm-hmm. has been a real phenomenon to me. And it, it means a lot to me. So what's up, Seth? Thanks for listening, what buddy. Up, Seth? Yeah. Good old Seth K. I think that's a great homework assignment is connect with that person that gives you that, that visceral feeling of childhood for me it's more family like it would be more cousin based with the the great moments of my life and childhood and what we did and we didn't see each other often but when we did you pack it all into the week that you were with them for that year Mm -hmm. and I still connect with 
you know, my, my one cousin who is a really good friend now mm-hmm. after, and I feel like, I don't think we ever lost touch by no means, but you know, she had a family. I'm in California. Sure. We're not in the same state, but yeah. where you can, I love putting the pieces of memories back together. Yeah. And I love it when they can jog something and yeah. just the great fun and feeling it brings up inside you. Yep. That's your homework to make sure you have mm. that, find that person, talk about it, feel it, relive it, reconnect. And yeah, that's when I wrote this, that you, you, you channeled it. That was the exact homework that I was hoping you were going to come up with is find that person, find the baton on the ground and pick it up and run with it again. Yeah. Reconnect with someone. Let this be the inspiration for you to reach out to someone you haven't heard from in a while. Make that one connection. Yeah. And then keep it going. Yeah. Yeah. Can you hear the silence? Like our minds are already off in that homework. I'm actually picturing it. Yeah. It feels so good, doesn't it? Yeah. I'm picturing someone who's scrambling to Google someone else because it's been so long they don't even have their phone number anymore. Mm -hmm. Or that their phone number has changed so many times it's irrelevant. Uh, How you track them down is part of the journey. Yeah, and finally, like, yeah. use social media as a good. Well, this the, is what it was intended yeah, for, exactly. right? Is to connect people oh. back together. Not let me see what your plate of food looks like yeah. on Tuesday evening. Yeah. Well, and let me let me tell you something that's very poignant. I never, I didn't, why didn't I? But now I'm going to. The impetus of Seth and I reconnecting was what? because we lost a mutual friend to COVID. Oh, no kidding. And so that started the dialogue between a number of us and reflecting upon him and the impact that he made on our lives. And no, he wasn't, uh, the, the best guy. I I, I can say that without being disrespectful. Right. Mm -hmm. I'm just calling it as it is. Yeah. He had, I believe some sort of mental illness. And so he was rambunctious and ill-behaved. God, I sound like a professor. You do. He was ill-behaved. Let me excuse me while I repack my pipe. <laughs> yes, I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> Let me adjust my ascot. <laughs> what the fuck? The dude was a dick. Uh-huh. He was an absolute dick to okay. a lot of people. And I remember him being, you know, to the degree that I thought he's going to wind up in jail. And sure enough. He got into drugs, wound up in jail, and that was part of his undoing and fell off the wagon during COVID and got COVID and died. So not the most joyous of occasions to reconnect over, but it did create that reconnection. Sure. Thank you for that. And oftentimes that's what it takes is a funeral, a wedding, a a significant. Isn't that the plot of like all those, those sappy movies? Like Stand By Me, right? Mm-hmm. I had all these friends and then they all different disappeared. And, mm-hmm. and yeah. then the death. Yeah. 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 I feel like that's what we all try to avoid. But then a year passes and something happens and you don't yep. connect until that date. And Yeah. Well, and the second part of this story about being reunited through the loss of a friend is it also brings into light and put it in your face that mortality is is real yeah so better to reconnect 
and, and you know, sadly, I predict this, that some of the listeners that want to reconnect with the people that have not been in their lives for a long time will find out that they unfortunately missed the boat because their boat already sailed and they're not here anymore. Yeah. And that can happen tomorrow. So if you've got someone you've been itching to reignite a friendship with, and you would think that through COVID that would have already happened because you had idle time and the ability to self-isolate gives you the opportunity to reconnect through media, social media. If you didn't do it, do it now. Mm-hmm. Do it now. And I'd be willing to bet there's a lot of parallels in your lives. I, the more I connect with humanity, the more I realize just how similar we are. Mm-hmm. And to an eerie degree. Yeah. Yeah. Seth's path was different than mine, but there's still so much commonality in it. It's fun to laugh about. Yeah. And it's fascinating to hear where we're not the same. Exactly. Yeah. Couple of couple of guys from the East Coast. Yeah. Oh man. We were so tortured. <laughs> so tortured coming here. Oh, why I stayed here, I don't know. He's exactly. like, I don't know how you did it. <laughs> here you are. Well, got married and my kids are here. So if if that wasn't the case, I wouldn't be here. Mm. Seriously. I'd be back east. I tried. Yeah, I almost did. pulled the trigger on that New Hampshire house and I just didn't do it. A couple more years, maybe. We'll see. Yeah. All right, Michelle. You already did the homework. So what moment did you drop the mic? I think it was the bonding at the cellular level and the connection. And you forget as an adult how happy those memories make you. It's Yeah. It, it flows through you. I feel like we're, we've dropped down a level because our minds are somewhere else just thinking about it You're completely. You're absolutely right. And it's, it's an all-body feeling. Yeah, I'm looking at the, the visual spectrum of the equalizer, mm-hmm. and our, the graphic display is telling me that our, our volume is low. Yeah. We have a different tenor and a different energy in our voice and very reflective... Not not indicative of normal Friday podcast. So true, but that's but okay. you're right. Our energy uh, came down to like a sentimental level. I'll say. Toad. I was gonna say loving, but sentimental yeah. is the perfect adjective. Yeah, I may not even adjust the audio. You should just turn your volume up. <laughs> <laughs> ah, David. What a good one! What yeah. a good one to send us into the weekend. Yay! Get out there and fly that kite. Yakoki. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to today's gift of the day. Check back tomorrow for another gift from your friends at the Red Kite Movement.